0: A to Z of college recruiting. This is the show where you'll learn about the latest tips and tricks on how to maximize your scholarship opportunities tenfold. You'll learn the hows, whys, and what's of college recruitment
1: and scholarships. Let's get into it. Good morning, good day, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to the NSL podcast, welcome. We are here recording episode 46 today, almost at 50, Matt. Uh, getting closer to 50. Getting very close to 50 now, which is pretty exciting. Uh, half a century. Just a reminder, this is the show where we give you the latest tips and tricks on how to maximize your scholarship opportunities uh, in the US. We talk everything US college scholarships uh, and everything about the US college pathway in general. Some great stuff in, in all of our episodes. Go back and have a listen through some of them. I'm sure you'll you'll learn something new uh, every single time. With me, as always, is uh, the green screen. Uh <laughs> And also Matt Wade. Hello! Uh, here to share his knowledge and experience of, of the US pathway as well. This week, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see the green screen behind us. We're going to be taking a stroll through the University of Hawaii in Manoa, which is an unbelievable campus. Really um, tough place to go to college. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of too many uh, cooler places to be to be going to school in, in the US. So That's it. Um, we actually have a few guys and girls that we have sent over to to hawaii to we most certainly and do. And study uh no one in alaska yet though so
0: if looking you're, for that yeah, yeah looking
1: for that volunteer that wants to go to alaska exactly. anchorage is a great place <laughs> exactly so if you want to be that uh the, the one that, that heads to alaska the first one ever which would be a pretty awesome thing then then be sure to uh to give matt a call because uh there are opportunities in alaska as well cross-country uh, skiing cross-country skiing there you <laughs> go uh Anyways, while you're on YouTube as well, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, we're on TuneIn Radio now as well. We're on Stitcher, which is another podcast app. Um, any other podcast app you can think of, make sure you subscribe so you stay up to date. Everything NSR and, and all the podcasts. Uh, this week, Matt, we're covering another great topic, as we always do. Uh, a topic that, that is brought up by parents a lot, again, uh, as they all as they all are. Yeah. And it's based on feedback. Uh, are there any schools... I shouldn't attend or what is one U.S. college uh, that, that I shouldn't go to? Uh, what is one U.S. college that I shouldn't send my son or daughter to? Uh, and the answer is yeah that there's there are schools that well, they you are. probably shouldn't go to which is what we're gonna to cover today. That's exactly right. I, it's not necessarily that there's anything wrong with the school. Yep. It just may not be right for you. Exactly which is what we'll get into in, in great detail. So stay tuned. Get uh, Gonna make this episode about half an hour. There's gonna be a lot going on in the background as well. Every minute or so, we're gonna be changing images, so it's gonna be action-packed. Make sure you tune in. Okay, so the topic for this week's episode is the one U.S. college that you shouldn't attend. And when we say the one, there, there could potentially be multiple colleges there that could you be. You shouldn't attend exactly for, for different reasons, but the one U.S. college you shouldn't attend. One of the main hurdles uh, with the whole college recruitment process. Uh, and sort of the final hurdle is is costs, making sure the school uh, is is going to be affordable. And sometimes it could be the sort of be all end all with with particular options as well. If the school is not going to be affordable, and that's there's not really any point heading to that school because it's just right. going to cause a lot of stress with the the uh, the back pocket. So
0: well, that's it. And and it's not just necessarily about it being affordable in in one year. Hmm. It's it's about thinking about. How it's going to continue to be affordable and sustainable over the course of your uh, of your time, and and I think the biggest mistake that sometimes people make: oh, I can afford the first year, and I'll go in and I'll earn a scholarship for the, for the rest, and and then I'll be taken care
1: of. Well, that's not guaranteed. No, exactly. You no, can't. you
0: can't you can't bank on that no. at all. Um, no pun intended with the <laughs> <laughs> bank comment there. Big. No, but but really, it's 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 about figuring out you know what schools are going to be affordable. And sustainable mm-hmm. sort of right from the beginning and if, and if you can then you know then you once you're there you navigate your way through the system and get bigger scholarships then so be it but in terms of deciding on where to
1: go it should be a place that that, that certainly is affordable and also sustainable yeah affordability exactly is obviously super important and if you are going it alone you can always uh when when doing your research you, you can jump online look at school's websites you'll always see uh, you can sometimes they have calculators where you can calculate the costs based on where you live on campus the housing sort of situation the the, the type of meal plan that you receive so online on, on school's websites you can always get a basic understanding of what the costs or the potential financial outlay might be right um which is which is obviously really important that's something and, and sort of the things that we do beforehand f- before our athletes actually receive an offer from a coach we make sure that that is going to be a suitable option for the family after speaking with you and, and understanding your your budget and, and the right. financial capabilities and,
0: and that's it like we you know with any with any student and, and family that works with senior we're yep. going to talk about that budget uh, and, and we're going to figure out where the threshold is in terms of an annual expenditure that, that is uh, comfortable and, and again sustainable mm-hmm. uh, for that family and then it's about going out and finding opportunities that fall Within that range that that we talk about, so if you're going at this alone, mm-hmm. um, then again this this is something that you you really need to think about yeah. um, and and probably a, a red flag of, of schools you know that that you shouldn't go to are ones that may not be you know upfront with their costs or, yeah. or or you know the ones that you don't have uh, an idea of what their, their overall cost is going to be mm-hmm. right from the onset. Yeah. Um, because, again, when it, when it comes to us passing on opportunities to to our students and, and student-athletes, we, we know straight away, based on their academics, based on you know, any potential athletic or performing arts or mm-hmm. visual arts-type scholarships that are available, um, how that's going to be combined – to then bring costs down into a range that's either going to be affordable for a family or yep. not, and if it's not affordable, then we don't even waste the time. It's it's move on, look for a new school yep. uh, that,
1: that's 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 going to um, you know fit those those needs exactly. And there are schools as well that don't offer athletic scholarships. Yep. So costs is something that you won't necessarily find out until you've actually applied to the school, gone through the application process, uh, provided the school with with all the documentation that they require, and then costs sort of come back after looking at you know, your GPA coming out of high school, SAT scores, all that type of stuff, uh, and what other sort of grants or international grants you may qualify for, uh, or other sort of, uh, I guess, quirky in-school scholarships that they may have available for, for internationals, um, then they'll come back with sort of, okay, here's your final cost to attend said school. Right, so, <clears throat> look, in, in schools, like like the NCAA Division three. they don't
0: give, quote-unquote, sports scholarship, scholarship yep. right? So, um, but the the only real way to know exactly how much scholarship that you would potentially receive is is to apply for the school um but again you know you can you can work with if you're an athlete work with both the coaches as well as the admissions department to Mm -hmm. provide your academic information and 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 ask the question you know about you know someone with your you know specific academic characteristics like what what's the average sort of cost uh and and you know based on how you fit into their academic scholarship matrix and any other potential awards that you can receive you still will be able to get a a a decent idea Mm -hmm. uh in in terms of how much you know if you were to apply where about your costs would probably end up so uh if if you're if you're not having those conversations and you're not able to to get a you know a ballpark idea of, of what cost could be uh, or if you're speaking with schools that do offer sports scholarship as well as academic money mm-hmm. you know having those conversations with coaches and admissions departments to really figure out okay if I do apply and I do come here what's my roundabout cost going to be that should be something that that it starts you know from, from the onset of your yeah. communication with that program. Uh, so the, the school that you shouldn't go to is, is one that is not forthcoming yeah. with that information. They say, oh, yeah, love to have you here. Great. Yeah, just apply. We'll, we'll get you through the process. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, we'll, we'll get you here. No problem. And yeah. then, you know, if, if you don't have that idea, you've worked all the way through the process. You've applied. Uh, and and then, you know, you get to the end of it. And, and, you know, it comes back and it's too expensive. And you've just wasted all that time. An effort. So I think, um, you know, the school that you shouldn't go to is one that that is not prepared to to give you any sort of read yeah. a, about uh, costs about costs and, yeah. to you that are specific to your academics, your sporting ability. If it's a school that offers sports scholarship, so uh, again, I think that's probably the the main key when it comes to costs is figuring out uh, understanding what that is before you waste your time or anybody yep.
1: else's time. In, in actually applying to that school. Yeah. And if you do get through the whole application process and the school comes back with a, a particular amount that you, you'll you be expected to pay, if if that is something that's, that's outside of your your budget, then unless you can make it work or pull some money from, from somewhere else, then it's probably not too good of an idea to, to go to that particular school because it can eventuate in missing payments and uh, sometimes even, even coming home, which is not what... We want for our athletes, obviously, which is why we make sure that, that it is going to be an affordable option. But if you're going it alone, you don't really want to accept an offer that you're not going to be able to afford because it it's, it might get ugly. Yeah, you know? part way through, like which if you can't afford to, to you would stay think it's pretty obvious,
0: right? Yeah. Well, but you know, again, it's it's not always that obvious yeah. if you if you're not properly thinking about you know the fact that your your opportunity will have costs. If if you accept an opportunity and go with a school uh, that, that's above what you're willing to spend, then. Mm. Like, there's gonna be a point in time mm-hmm. during your time there, if, you, if you've gone, mm-hmm. that you're not gonna be able to afford payments. And, and yeah. not only will you know, the school not provide you with grades or, or anything for, for your efforts, um, but having an outstanding balance could have ramifications on your ability to re enter the, the US, the US um, Atlanta, um, yeah. you know, because that, that, that debt is then like flagged on your passport. So it's like, again, you, you wanna
1: be careful. And, and make sure that you're, you know, you're going with schools that you can actually afford. And uh, costs can be high at schools for a number of different reasons, which sort of segues into our next sort of, yep. uh, I guess, segment. Um, costs may be high at, at a school because that's just, just the way they are. Columbia, for example. Yeah, Columbia University, Columbia University in, or, in New York City. Yeah.
0: You know, one of the best academic institutions in the country.
1: Yeah. You know, it, and, and I'll, I'll put them in the same category as any Ivy League school, like, it's going to be hard to bring costs down to an affordable amount unless you have, again, a lot of money or, yeah. or a large budget, then uh, it may not be the case. But um, and, and a lot of people don't realize,
0: yeah. like all yeah. Ivy League institutions, they don't offer sports scholarship. Yeah. You know, The only thing that they can offer to an incoming athlete, as long as their grades are still where they need to be, mm. is is what's called supported admission, um, which means that they'll support an application to, to help you know, a student gain entry into the institution, but any scholarship award uh, is, is going to be based on need. Uh, and, and it's not what you think that you need. Yeah. Uh, it's it's based on what the institution thinks that you, thinks that you need yeah. based on your income, you know, your family expenditures. Yeah. But but again, let's say that you get a, a scholarship award that, that takes one of those Ivy League institutions or one of those big expensive institutions, you know, down by 50 percent. Well, you're still looking at a year. Even more, US.
1: US that that, that you're expected to pay. So like, yeah. Costs can even be high exactly as Matt said, even after receiving a scholarship, maybe even an academic and an athletic combined other sort of uh, grants that you may be eligible for. We had an athlete last year uh, look at a particular school and he did receive multiple different sort of uh, financial tools to help bring the the overall costs down, but it was still going to be out of his... You know, outside of his budget, which means we we, we look elsewhere, obviously. So costs well, can think, still be high even after multiple different financial tools. Yeah, obviously. and and
0: look, if you're if you're listening to this episode before you've heard some of the other ones, like yeah. go back to to why scholarship doesn't mean free. Yeah. Um. You know, I can't remember the exact number, but we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Um. But but it you know again uh, the scholarship side of things, you can get multiple different scholarship awards, and and that can bring the total cost of the institution down by. As much as fifty sixty percent, but that doesn't necessarily mean it depends on how high that institution starts yeah. so if you know if you're looking at you know fifty percent of sixty thousand dollars a year you're still left paying thirty thousand yeah a, a year mm-hmm. if, if you're looking at you know fifty percent of fifty then yeah. you know then then you're looking at twenty five and 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 so
1: even after scholarship awards things can still be out of your budget yeah um exactly and another reason costs can be higher, which is uh an important one and and we'll we'll touch on this a little bit more but costs can be higher because the coaching staff can't offer you any more or simply they don't want to offer you any any more to make costs affordable yeah that's
0: and that's a big one right like um look we've said this before if uh, you don't want to go to a school that that doesn't That want you there, where the coach doesn't want to bring you, or or want you to be a part of their team. Like if you want to go somewhere more than they want you to be there, Mm -hmm. then then there's a school that you shouldn't go to. Yeah. All right. If if if, you know a a, a program says, "Oh, we're we're happy to take you," but they're not willing to put in time with communication or or, or do anything extra when it comes to helping you reduce your costs, say that. Oh, yeah.
1: You know, you can you can come in and, and give it a go, and we'll just we'll just see how you. And it doesn't have to necessarily be athletic scholarship. It could just be helping that particular athlete out, you know, with, with finding other scholarships that may be available on campus, or yeah, not offering, see if I can help uh, knock fifty percent off your housing costs, or you know, whatever it yeah, may be. Yeah, hey, we're, we're happy to take you as a walk-on, and that's all they say. Yeah,
0: and like they're not willing to, to spend time communicating with you. Uh, the, the, there's, there, there doesn't seem to be any desire, like real desire, to have you as part of the program, like and and you'll you'll notice the difference a, a, a program that wants you there a coach will will Skype he'll he'll call he'll text he'll email yeah. uh he'll, they'll they'll get back to messages but if, if you've sent an email and, and they said oh yeah just apply and we'll we'll, we'll see you when you get here mm-hmm. and and that's the only communication that you get red flag there there's, a, there's probably a school that you shouldn't you shouldn't go to yeah. um and, and again if you if you want to be yeah I want to go to UCLA well you know so does 100,000 other students every <laughs> well, single year well right but but that you know that, that doesn't mean uh that, that that's a good fit for you because you want to be there even yeah. if you've got the academic grades to get in mm. it academically it could be a good fit for you but if you're expecting to mm. and, and wanting to participate in sport or or any other extracurricular yeah. whether it be visual arts performing arts anything like if if you don't match up to what they need and and there's not a desire from from the the coach, if it's a sports program or, or yeah. the performing arts department, or you know, a, an artistic department that, that that they don't they don't see a, that, that you're going to be a, a great addition, yeah. or, or or they don't want to you know to spend time and telling you about how you're going to be a good addition, then you're probably not going to be a good addition. And I would focus your search elsewhere and look at other colleges that are going to give you exactly that sort of attention. And
1: we have lots of lots of kids, lots of student athletes that. That do want to go to particular schools or particular divisions, but look, if unfortunately it's not your choice at the end of the day, it's always up to the, the coaching staff uh, of that. Especially if you're going over as an athlete, obviously. Uh, general student, as Matt said, is a little bit different, but it's not really your choice where you receive offers. Offers from no, you don't. Uh, you don't get to say
0: Yeah, like okay, well, I'll, I really want to go to UCLA, or I want to go to, um, you, you know, St. Mary's, or, or or I want to go to NYU. Uh, you know, you, you know, say I want to go to those schools, so I'm going to apply, and, and, and hopefully I'll get it, I'll gain admission, and then and then I'll go and play sport there. Like like,
1: no, it it you can't do that. It's not like here in Australia and New Zealand where you sort of have your, your uni choices, and it's purely based around academics most of the time. Sometimes uh, it's not always based around academics, but I want to go to Melbourne Uni or Sydney Uni, for example. Awesome, I apply. Right. Basically, or, I, I, I apply to that particular institution <laughs> because that's where I want to go.
0: Right. And, and think about it this way. Like, probably why people think that, that you can just you can do that is because that, that kind of is the way that it, mm. that it works here. Like, yeah, yeah. once you put in your preferences for unis and let's bang, you, you hit your ATAR score, or you hit your OP result or your NZQA, you know, you, you get the mark that, that you need there. Um, you know, you, you, let's say you hit all three of your top preferences you then choose what school that you're going to go to. Yep, I'm going to go to Melbourne Uni uh, and, and look, I want to play soccer, so I'm going to join the club team, which, which you can do here in Australia. You, yeah. you can just join the, the club team at, at, at the uni, yeah. you know, not no real tryouts or, you know, they may have you come and, and, and do a few things, but it, it's your choice to to be a part of that extracurricular.
1: And it's certainly not as professional as the the U.S. collegiate system, where it's training every day, you know, no, multiple like, games a week, tournaments a week. It, no, it's very
0: it, it, your kids are recruited, yeah, right. Kids are recruited for those sports teams, which means that a coach makes the decision of who plays, who joins a program. And if you're not good enough to be a part of a particular program, no matter how bad that you want to go to that school, all right? Even if you applied and gained admission into that school, and you really, really, really want to play basketball there, mm. it does not matter because if the coach does not see you as as a as a Someone who uh, fits what they need—that's uh, going to be able to contribute at, at the standard at which they participate and, and their opinion of your ability, not not you wanting to play there—it it, it, it will never work. Yeah. So, so again, if, if, if you want to be there really bad, but there's no indication or, or there's no desire for you to even be a part of, you know, the extracurricular activity that you want to participate in, then
1: there's a school that you shouldn't go there's to. There's one U.S. college that you shouldn't attend Un, unless. You just want to be a normal student, like Which you can certainly. You yeah, know, you can certainly. Uh, even if the coaching staff does not want you to be a part of their program, you can certainly still apply for the the school and. and yeah, and you can gain admission accepted. to a school, but you the, just won't be competing in. Well, that's it. And, playing sport and, and it doesn't. You know,
0: if you just apply and gain admission to a school, then yeah. you know you're relying only on academic scholarship awards or, or extra. Career, if, if there's nothing sport related, and if you just want to be a normal student, then yeah, just pick a school, means, apply, yeah. and and and. Off you go, but but if you're looking to play sports, then it, again it's it's about you know getting getting that confirmation from a coach and a coach really looking at you and saying, yeah, I want you to be a part of this program. I see that you've got ability to be here. I'm going to help you, uh, you know, by giving you a bit of athletic scholarship to help reduce your costs. I'm going to I'm going to also point you in the right direction for you know these other scholarship applications that you can put in so that we can get your costs down uh, into your budget because we want you to be here you that, want to
1: go where you're wanted
0: y- exactly you y- will enjoy
1: your time much more if you go somewhere where the coaching staff wants, wants to bring you on board
0: I can't tell you how many kids that I've seen that, that have said "Oh, you know, they, they took that opportunity with the school that said oh yeah you know, we'll, we'll take you we'll give you a run and we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens oh yeah well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in there great that, that's, I'm going to go in I'm going to prove myself uh, yeah, the costs are really high in the first year i'm gonna go but I'll, I'll prove myself i'll get scholarship for my second year uh and and every year after that and and happy days mm. all right well what what's happened the kid gets there uh it, it's it's a they're they're absolutely gobsmacked by the level of professionalism the the average level of the athletes the the, the amount of time that you commit and and everything that you do sports-wise they don't transition like they thought they would. Uh, they don't win that coach's heart in terms of saying, oh, yeah, you're, you're phenomenal. You're in. Uh, and, and you know, nothing changes from year one to year two, and they've blown out their budget in the first year, and then they can't afford to stay. Mm. Um, so then they, they, they come back, okay. you, you know, some, something like that. So, uh, again, it's just about putting in enough work in the beginning to, to know what places are going to keep your costs low, where coaches want you, or where performing arts programs see you as an asset Uh, where people are going to help you decrease costs to get them into a range that works for you Mm -hmm. uh, because that makes you feel wanted and desired and that is the school that that
1: you want to go to or schools that you want to go to. Awesome, which is what we're going to be talking about in the next segment, good opportunities. So we've just spoken about bad opportunities uh, and U.S. colleges that you shouldn't attend. Next, we'll get into the good ones. So stay tuned. So we've just spoken about uh, bad opportunities, essentially. U.S. colleges that you do not want to attend for various different reasons. Uh, now we're going to be talking about uh, U.S. colleges that you should attend and why. So uh, what is a good college offer and how do you find it is basically what we're going to be talking about in this segment. So, Matt, do you want to? Yeah, well, let's go. Look, a good college offer mm. uh, is, is pretty much the opposite
0: of a of a bad one, <laughs> it is right. So, um, but look it, it, again. It just sort of touches on the points that we made beginning. A good college offer is going to be from a school uh, that, that, firstly, is affordable. You know, it's super it, important. It, yeah First thing is that, that it's affordable, and and that it's also sustainable. Yeah. Um, you know, affordability, like I said, in one year is 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 good, but you want it to continue to be affordable so that you can continue to be there, uh, continue to grow and develop, and continue to, to enjoy. Uh, that that experience for as long as you're allowed to, um, so that's the first thing. Um, I think the, the the second thing that makes a really good offer is somewhere where you're going to be able to go in and and compete right away, like uh, or, or or participate right away. If you're doing uh, you know performing arts or visual arts mm-hmm. or, or anything like that. If, if you're an athlete, then it's yeah, it's it's about going into some place that where you're going to get some time competing um, whether it be
1: straight away on the first team uh, or on a, a JV squad or a reserves team yeah like you, you'll see there's a lot of schools that will have first team as well yeah. as reserve teams uh,
0: and, and, and as long as you know the, those programs they cater to your ability and, and that coaching staff feels again that yep come in even if you start on a reserve team you always have the chance to work your way up to the first team like but they but they feel that you're going to come in and you're going to be able to compete somewhere within that program that's I think that's the, the the big thing, and they want to
1: bring you on board. Right? They want you to come and and uh, obviously attend their school and participate in their their athletic program. That's so, right. And
0: and for those performing arts and visual artists, that, that's a school that that looks at what you do as an artist uh, or a performer and says, yeah, like you you
1: bring something special. We would love mm-hmm. to have you as part of this program. So, yeah. um, and with performing arts and, and visual arts programs as well, a lot of the time you won't you won't get too much negative feedback because as a general type of student and going into a performing arts program, they want to bring in internationals for sure. Definitely, yeah. Uh, whereas athletes, it's, it's a little bit different, but um, going in a, and joining a performing arts program, there's n- never too many internationals. Uh, so they definitely want to bring on board as many internationals as, as they can. Definitely. Um,
0: look, the other thing that makes up a good offer is, is that it's from a, a school or, or, or a program in a division that you're eligible for. Exactly. All right, like that. that's, that's a big one, right? Like uh, you're not... Go- Firstly, you're not going to get an offer from a school you're from, not from a school for. that you're not eligible for. Like once they check your eligibility, and they say, "Oh, not you're you're not actually eligible to, to compete in sports." Then you know nobody's going to make that offer for you to come in and not participate, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So um, that's something. Excuse me. That our NSR athletes don't have to worry about because we check your eligibility. We share your information with, with programs that you are eligible for um, to make sure that we're bringing back offers that will allow you the ability to participate. Um, If you're going at this alone, that's something that you need to be uh, very conscious of. You need to work out your eligibility uh, beforehand, figure out, you know what divisions based on your academics, uh, your, your grades, your GPA, test scores, all those things that you're eligible for. And then, spend your time contacting schools School and, and you yeah, that, that you're them, yeah. that you're actually <clears throat> eligible to compete in yeah um so that's one thing but yeah i think i think those are the things that make up a, a great offer one affordability, affordability. Uh, yep yeah, affordability um the, the chance to compete or be involved in a program right from day one whether it's first team reserve team all right developmental but you're you're wanted as part of that that program somewhere
1: where you feel and you'll feel it as well after speaking with the coach the first time you'll you'll feel that or you'll know that if you're wanted or not How, how'd you feel when i contacted you wanted <laughs> <laughs> wanted i definitely yeah. felt wanted
0: uh, i felt needed actually yeah i was look i feel like i was a pretty good recruiter yeah you did well no but um but yeah those i think and then obviously somewhere that you're eligible for exactly. okay and, and and again nsr athletes and, and students don't have to worry about that yeah. but if you're going at it
1: alone that's something that you need to definitely be need to work after. out yeah exactly now uh, they're good offers obviously how do you actually find that good opportunity that good offer um, look at the, there's like, no easy way no there's no, there's easy, no easy there's way no way just it.
0: like easy answer that says yep type your information in here bang here's some offers no the, <laughs> no does it doesn't work that way it's yeah. it's relentless hard work Sacrificing um, a lot of
1: time and effort that's it you
0: you have to sacrifice a ton of time a ton of effort um you know uh, again you can't expect amazing things out of your college recruitment if if you're not willing to put in an amazing amount of effort Mm -hmm. um why we're successful is because we do this full time for a living we put in amazing amounts of effort to make sure that every single one of our students and student athletes have great opportunities that fall within their budget where they're wanted where they're needed uh, so, th- so that the you know the the whole experience stays positive they go yeah. over and they, they have the time of their life mm-hmm. all right if, if you're doing this by yourself you, you need to be understanding of the fact that you are going to put in a lot of time a lot of effort into your research yeah. uh, into to your your communication uh, into your decision-making process you know th- there's a lot to do you definitely don't want to
1: have a, a small number of schools you know let's say five to 10 schools, the schools that you want to go to and say, oh, so I'm going to send my information out to these coaches and, and these schools. Uh, and then if look, if nothing positive comes back, well then it's look, this, this opportunity isn't really for me. Then like, it's, yeah, it's you not you share, work out.
0: You share your information with like three or four schools and like, you yeah. don't hear back or, or you hear back up. Oh, no, sorry. Like, uh, well, that's it. That, that's <laughs> it. Uh, like if, if that's like, if that's the attitude that you have even going into this process, like you, you, you shouldn't, yeah, you shouldn't even do it. No, exactly. You, you know, it's, it's, because what you have to remember is is that it's not like Australia and New Zealand, where you know there's about forty five to fifty schools yep. nationwide. Like you're talking about a system of four and a half thousand post high school institutions, most of which all have sports programs that are needing different things and cater to different athletes. Like like it's a
1: big, it's a big undertaking, s- big system, big network that, of schools. That's it. Like it's it's very different to. Uh, it's on a whole different level right? compared and, to anything you're used to or what we have here in Australia or New Zealand.
0: Well, look, and, and like I said, if you're going at it alone, you, there, there's some things that you need to do. Firstly, you need to start early yeah, because it, you're <laughs> going to research for a long long, time. long period of time. Um, uh, again, great podcast episode, How Much Time Do I Need? I think that was two episodes ago. Two episodes ago. So <laughs> yeah. listen to that one if, if, if you want to know how much time that, that you should have and what you should really be thinking about yeah. in terms of planning <laughs> uh, this out, but a lot of patience, um, you need to some, be very patient. Yeah. And you need to have some thick skin because you're going to hear no more often than you're going to hear. Yes, exactly. Be or, or you're going to hear to nothing. Hear no. You're going to, you're going to hear nothing at all. And, and you, you, you've just got to be relentless in your approach to continue chasing and chasing and chasing until you get an answer, whether that be yes or no, you know? So, and, and then if it's no, then, you know, asking, okay, well, do you have an idea of where I should be looking and, and that, getting that feedback and then reevaluating your position and going out and doing it again and again and
1: again. Um, you, you know it's, it's- you'd be surprised how many athletes we have on the program that you know, the, the feedback we get it's, it's a no. You know there's more often yeah. more nos than, than yeses and it's not necessarily because of... it's not negative feedback based on their abilities. It's just because they can't get it down to an affordable range in that particular year or they're not recruiting that type of athlete for, for that entry year. Uh, it's, like, like it's we, never may, ne- we may
0: share information with 150 to 200 schools yeah. for one, one prospect to, to, to get one option. Yeah. You know, if you, if you're looking at you getting multiple offers and getting some choice, like mm. you, you, we're sharing information with five, six, 700 different schools.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, and, and to, to get, let's say three or four offers out of sharing information with 700 schools, mm. like, like that, that's 696 no's. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, that's like, but
0: but we're used to that. Yeah, I, I understand that. That you know, going at it alone, like that's something that you need to prepare yourself. You for. need to prepare yourself. Yeah, like you, that, that. You either don't hear anything, or, or you hear no, mm-hmm. or not just not the right fit. Not can't get it down to what you need. Yeah. yeah all right, great. Don't waste your time. Move on to the next one yeah. and, and be willing and just just pumping through all this stuff. But
1: exactly. But, and like I said, it's not always that that we get negative feedback about the ath- athlete's ability because we don't send. Your information to schools that, for starters, we know you're not going to be able to to compete. And if I'm right. a social sort of soccer player here in Australia, we're not going to send your information to UCLA, for example, a no. massive Division One school. Um, so we don't necessarily hear that sort of negative feedback about abilities. It's always just about we're not recruiting that type of athlete. We're not recruiting someone in his position or her position. Uh, can't make it affordable. Things like that. So. Uh, And it's pretty black and white with sports like, again, everything that's quantifiable by a number like track and field, swimming, golf. uh, It's even easier. But again, if you're going it alone, they're the sorts of things that you're not you're probably not too sure of. So you need to be prepared to hear maybe some some negative feedback.
0: Well, well, look, I think another really, really important point um, for NSR athletes, as well as individuals going at this alone, (laughs) uh, is, is the fact that like you may not get exactly what you want right from day one, but that doesn't mean that you can't you can't get there. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the biggest and, and, and most difficult challenge is firstly is, you know, making the decision and the commitment to say, yep, I'm going to go with that school and I'm going to get through everything and I'm, I'm getting to the U.S. Get, and, and that's the first hurdle get to the United States. All right, like, like if you're waiting for that ideal, perfect opportunity, then then you're like most kids these days mm. that, that they want everything, and and they want it now. Right now, they don't they don't want to work hard for it. They just want it all given to them now,
1: so that they can go and do exactly what they want right now. Exactly, like we said with uh, about being patient in receiving an offer. Even after you receive an offer, you may head to a particular school. You need to be patient before you go to the. <laughs> again like that stepping stone type of thing we have a good example here that matt's going to share yeah like again like
0: once you get to the united states it's so much easier to to move around maybe to to different schools you you know it's no matter where you go no matter what you study your your first and second year are going to be pretty identical mixed with with some general core curriculum as well as the 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 introductory courses for for your particular field of study that that's going to make up the first 2 years so so no matter, no matter where you do that you know you you can always progress your opportunity onto another school and it's a lot easier to do that once you're in the US as opposed to sitting on the other side of the world and and expecting somebody to just give you exactly yeah. what you want when you haven't done anything to deserve it yeah you you, you know it's it's it, it, again it's it's like maybe this is a lesson for, for all you kids out there. Like it's a lot easier to get a job when you have a job, you know, like, like if, if you're trying to apply for a job and you haven't worked and you have no work experience, then like a lot of times you're going to be looked over for, for a job. Exactly. So if you have a job, even if it's a job that you don't like, but you, you still go and then, and you're applying for new jobs, then you're going to be looked at more highly exactly. than, than you, than you would for being unemployed. So if you think about it in that way, once you're in the U.S., you're working on your degree on U.S. soil. You're training. You're playing. Even if it's at a school that's not exactly where you want to be, you're putting yourself in a far better position to get to where you want to go. Uh, and, and I'm going to give a big shout-out to uh, Chigozi yep. um, from South Australia, a soccer player who listened to our advice. Uh, he, he's been a part of the program for what five six years now if you follow us on facebook you
1: would have seen his story just the other day yeah so.
0: if you, yeah check out the facebook page you can see uh Chigose's story um because he 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 trusted in the advice that we had to give him uh he, he had a really good sat score wanted to study engineering um and and was looking at bigger schools right you know to, to enter into right from day one um, and and what he continued to find is that look he had good enough scores to to gain admission into those schools and, and he had good enough ability as an athlete to to attract interest from those schools but those bigger schools the costs are are also higher mm-hmm. so even though he was getting scholarship they were leaving his 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 yearly cost for his first year above the budget that he had so one us college you shouldn't attend there's there, yeah exactly, exactly. If, if, if it's too expensive then he shouldn't have gone there so he, he didn't, didn't. Yeah, he didn't go there. He, he listened to the advice, and, and he decided, um, you know, with our help, he, he, he also had an opportunity from a school called Hawkeye Community College uh, in, in the middle of Iowa. Uh, guarantee he had never heard of it before. Um, you know, he, he had a lot of questions about the two-year pathway. How, how is this going to work? Um, are you going to be there to help me when, I, when, I, you know, when it comes time after that two years to transfer on? The answer was Yes. Um, I said, all that you need to do is, is go to Hawkeye, do your first two years of your engineering, make good grades, train hard. Uh, and, and I promise you that that next step will be far easier than it is to get into that school right from the start. And sure enough, he goes in, uh, keeps a, a high grade point average, wins academic awards, gets put on the honor roll, president's and dean's list, mm-hmm. um, you know, gets academic scholarship, you know, in, in, in that, that first and second year. So instead of, you know, paying above his budget, he ends up paying about six and a half thousand us dollars for his first year and and his second year. And, and like each year that includes, that's his tuition and fees. That's his room and board. That's all of his training, his travel with the team. That's everything. So in two years of full-time coursework, living on campus, playing soccer, he, he, he paid $13,000, um, because he did well both academically and athletically, mm-hmm. uh, he then received multiple offers from bigger schools, uh, and and the best opportunity came from Jefferson University in Philadelphia, an NCAA Division II school uh, that, that's right around 50000 a year at full price it, 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 for his transfer year to go into his third year. So those first two years he did at Hawkeye Community College count. He transfers as a third-year student on a ninety percent scholarship, paying less than ten thousand dollars a year in a school that's fifty thousand. And if he does well in that third year, they're going to take him to full scholarship in his fourth year, not paying a cent, not paying anything. And and that is the prime example of how the U.S. system—you can use the system in the way that it's designed to get you to your ultimate goal. Yep. All right, like uh, again, no, he didn't get a big enough offer at a big school. Right from the beginning to make it affordable for him, even though that's what he wanted, he, he he understood the concept of going in, working hard, earning something bigger, and and that payoff was was phenomenal because he wouldn't have got anywhere near that much money as a first year student going to Jefferson University. Coaches weren't prepared to, to give no, him no, that. No, he Go was ahead. unproven, exactly unproven. He hadn't done anything in the U.S. He hadn't studied there. He didn't have a GPA. Like he, he just had foreign credentials mm-hmm. and. You know, a great attitude that said, yeah, I want to come and play. Well, that, that's still a risk for, for a big school to, to to invest that much money into somebody that's unproven. Yeah. But after two years, he's proved it academically and he's proved it on the, the, the soccer yeah. field. That That's far less of a risk for a coach at a bigger institution to yeah. then invest highly in, into him to then transfer him on. Coaches so, wanted
1: him more than ever after the first two years. He definitely. like it, he, Because he, he, the... he,
0: he killed it. Yeah. He, he did so well, and, and, and Cozy, props to you, buddy. I hope you listen to this. I can't wait to see uh, how the, the next two years at Jefferson University pan out for you, but you're, you're, you're a prime example uh, of, of a model NSR prospect, like somebody that trusts, listens to the advice, goes, makes the most of it, puts yeah. in the work, uh, and, and then you know, we, we continue to work with you to find options to then get you moved on to that dream opportunity that you want. And, yeah. and when he graduates— It's going to say Jefferson University. Yeah. It's not going to say Hawkeye Community College to Jefferson University. No, it's going to say Jefferson University, Bachelor of Science, and then he's off into the world.
1: (laughs) He's a working man. He's a working man at that point. You might see him on the the podcast (coughs) desk here for an episode. But uh, look, we're going to wrap it up there. Um, A great episode yet again. We'll we'll do a quick summary. So schools that or U.S. colleges that you, you don't want to attend or international students shouldn't attend. Unaffordable. Unaffordable, for sure. Unsustainable. Yep. Uh,
0: schools that, that don't have any reason to, to, to bring you in. They, they don't want you. They're not overly uh, enthusiastic, enthusiastic about, bringing, about bringing, you. bringing you in. They're not willing to do anything above, you know, above the call of duty to, to help bring your costs down or, or, or show you that they want you there. Yeah. Um, you know, like schools that you're not eligible for. All right, those are all schools that you don't want to attend because your experience will not be positive. Uh, you you'll, you know you may have a a good semester or a good year and, and and chalk it up to experience, but then come home as opposed to going to a school that is you know has coaching staff or or, or you know staff in performing arts or visual arts that, that express their interest in getting you there. They feel that you're going to be contributing. As soon as you arrive at a level that that works for you and for them, uh, they're they're willing to put the time into their communication, speak with you, help you to apply for additional scholarships, and give you athletic scholarship when it's there to help bring your costs into a range that work where you're eligible to participate uh, straight away. Straight away, and 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 then you get to go and have the, the experience of a lifetime. Yeah. So I think that that that's is it. that a, is that a summary? Yeah, that's a great summary. And, and, and then, look, if I can say one thing, be like Chicozzi. Listen. Be that kid. Yeah, just li- – if you are an NSR athlete, listen to the advice that, that we've got for you because we're here to help you. Like, your
1: success is our success. We don't want you have to have a bad experience. We want you to have the, the best experience no, for ever.
0: No, every single student that we send over, we want you to have the most positive experience possible because, like, you're you – know, you could be the next Chicozy. Yeah. Like Your experience is something that we're going to talk about, and, and, and your experience means something to us just like it means something to you. We're, we're a team. We do it together, and, and we want you to have the best experience possible. And if that means going to one school before getting on to that that, that, that dream school of yours, then then so be it. Go. Put in the work. Do it. We're here to help you. Yeah. Uh, if you're going at it by yourself, you you, you better, like I said, plan and, and have time and be willing to sacrifice the, the energy, the effort – to, to to figure out all these things before making
1: the decision to even <clears throat> apply to a school. Yeah. So, again... Uh, There's a again, lot of legwork that needs to be done before actually receiving an offer. So uh, Which, again, is a, in, in plenty of, of other episodes, all that information. But, uh, look, it's been a, uh, another great episode. Hopefully you enjoyed the uh, University of Hawaii in Manoa. I know in I did. the background, I certainly did. I got the, a suntan. Uh, the, the weather is perfect. I got yeah. a suntan while doing this podcast. Hopefully some of you guys out there can can head to, to a school like that in Hawaii. So, Uh, Look, we'll be back next week with episode 47. Yep. Episode 47 next week. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back soon.